it. When they get older, they can't compensate by producing more muscle mass. So you get sarcopenic obesity, which is the worst of both worlds. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is for adults who wants to achieve success in their fitness journey. And I'm going to help you do just that. But first, here's why you need to know the benefits of strength training as you age. Because after 35, our muscle, our strength and power decline slowly for women and men. In today's podcast, we unpack the top three benefits of strength training in older adults, but first, a word from our sponsors. Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey? If yes, please book your in-person or Zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me, Christian Evans at ChristiansWeightSuccess.net. Welcome back to the podcast. I thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. So hopping right into it. To find the top three benefits of strength training in older adults, we first have to find the answers to these three questions. Number one, can strength training help prevent obesity as we age? Number two, what is sarcopenia? But before we answer those, we first have to ask to understand what is the science of strength? And that is number three. So one, can strength training help prevent obesity as we age? Two, what is sarcopenia? And three, what is the science of strength. I came across this article entitled, How Can Strength Training Build Healthier Bodies As We Age? from the National Institute on Aging. And within this article, which I'll read off, we are going to find those three benefits of strength training as we get older. Hopping right into the article, the NIA the National Institute of Aging, supported scientist Roger Fielding, associate director of the Gene Mayer USDA Human Nutrition Research Center on Aging at Tufts University outside of Boston, is a strong proponent of continuing to push our muscles as we age. He leads multiple studies aimed at better understanding age-related changes in muscle structure and function and how adding resistance training can prevent frailty and improve mobile and independence, improve mobility and independence. Fielding's research has looked at how different types of muscle training exercises benefited a community-based group of older adults with moderate mobility limitations. According to Fielding, to understand the importance of maintaining muscle mass, it's important to comprehend what's going on inside our bodies when we exercise our muscles. Strength training, also known as resistance training, is different than aerobic exercise such as running, cycling, walking, or yeah, cycling or walking. Weightlifting, either with machines or free weights, is one type of resistance training. Other types include medicine balls or resistant bands or body weight bearing exercises such as push-ups, squats, or yoga. Resistance training requires our muscles to contract to lift a heavy object against the pull of gravity. The more weight, <laughs> pun intended, the more weight we contract against, the faster our bodies burn through reserves of ATP, a molecular, a molecule that carries energy to cells. As we lift weights, 
or do other demanding exercises. Our ATP reserves are replenished through a complex coordinated metabolic and chemical response that cascades through the entire body, including sparking short-term chemical changes in the DNA of muscle tissue that makes them more tuned to specific proteins supporting sugar and fat metabolism. Fielding and his colleagues have found that the best recipe for improving physical function and avoiding disability is a combination of walking and resistance training. In the NIA-supported research, older adult volunteers participate in small group exercises led by a physical fitness trainer. Several of these studies were conducted at Tufts, but the program has since expanded to nearby Boston area gyms and community senior centers. The goal isn't a perfectly chiseled abdomen or achieving exceptional feats of strength. Rather, participants use different types of ankle weights and dumbbells or adapt exercises as needed to use their own body weight. Fielding also added, when you do resistance or strength training, very important chains of molecules that relay signals between cells are affected, and these changes linger in the body for hours after exercise, building up a cumulative positive effect. Even a low intensity strength and walking program has substantially maintained benefits. The group sessions also encourage bonding and accountability among participants, which helps them keep keep them motivated and sticking with it, according to Fielding and his colleagues. Fielding doesn't just talk the talk. He's an advocate of strength training himself. I've always run three or four times per week, but about three years ago, I started making strength training a part of my routine and I feel stronger. He said, my goal is able, my goal is to be able to do these things. I enjoy including downhill skiing as long as I can. And the best way to do that is to try to stay active. So out of that first paragraph, we got the first answer to the first question. What is the science of exercise? And after we went over the science of exercise, this is how we extracted benefit number one. Benefit number one to the top three benefits of strength training in older adults is when you do resistance training, very important chains of molecules that relay signals between cells are affected. And these changes linger in the body for hours after each exercise, building up a cumulative positive effect. So the chain reaction into strength training and hours after strength training, it leads to just all positivity. So there is no negative effect. (laughs) Um, I'm laughing because I'm saying that lightly because that is always going to be something that could possibly be argued, but we can't go up against science that, uh, you know, strength training is positive. You know, there is no negative effects to, to strength training when done properly. Second question, what is sarcopenia. Derived from the Greek root word sarx, flesh, and pina, loss, sarcopenia is defined as a decline in muscle mass, strength, and function. It is also associated with older adults, but some forms of sarcopenia can also affect middle-aged people. Sarcopenia has been connected to weakness, fatigue, lower energy levels, and difficulty standing, walking, and climbing steps. Sarcopenia is more likely to occur in people with chronic diseases and may contribute to risk of falls, fracture, and other serious injuries and premature 
mortality, poor nutrition, and lack of exercise can increase the odds of developing sarcopenia. If you or a family member is feeling a general weakness, talk to a doctor. It could be related to sarcopenia or another medical condition. Okay, so what is benefit number two, since we got the answer to what is sarcopenia? So benefit number two, strength training can reverse the odds of developing sarcopenia. Since we found out what the definition was, then we understand that, you know, the definition of sarcopenia is pretty much the loss of flesh, the loss of muscle. But when you strength train, you can then reverse the odds of developing sarcopenia. To find benefit number three, now we have to ask the third and final question. Can strength training help prevent obesity as we age? While strength training is great for otherwise healthy older adults, what about those who are overweight or living with obesity? NIA-supported scientist Dennis T. Villarreal MD, a professor at the Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, has found that incorporating weightlifting into an exercise and diet intervention for older adults with obesity yields better results than diet or aerobic exercise alone. Villarreal and his colleagues work with older adults with obesity, including volunteers from a nearby Veterans Affairs Hospital and others recruited from the surrounding community. Their study participants are still functionally independent, but are at risk of losing that ability. We work at the intersection of two big changes for society, aging and obesity, Villarreal said. About one third of older adults have obesity and the number is rapidly expanding. Villarreal has been studying the nexus of muscle and metabolism for nearly 25 years. He got a start in the field in 1990 at one of NIA's Claude D. Pepper Older Americans Independent Centers. He helped with an exercise training study in frail adults over age 75 and was impressed with how it was possible for people to get motivated to exercise even at an advanced age. After losing about 20 pounds in recent years, thanks to a lower calorie diet combined with exercise, he himself experienced the benefits of weight loss, including more energy and improved physical fitness. According to Villarreal, it's not well understood that older adults with obesity can be frail, which creates a vicious cycle of mobility and independence loss as the years and pounds add up. Folks with obesity need more muscle mass to carry their body weight, Villarreal said. When they get older, they can't compensate by producing more muscle mass. So you get sarcopenic obesity, which is the worst of both worlds. Villarreal's year-long exercise training intervention known as the Lifestyle Intervention to Improve Bone Quality targets this high-risk population. As people lose weight with diet and aerobic exercise, they have an increased risk of losing lean muscle mass and bone density, both of which are important for everyday activities and avoiding falls. That's where strength training has an important role, said Villarreal. Villarreal's team found that a healthier diet combined with a workout mixing aerobic exercise, resistance training, and balance was most effective for helping reverse frailty in obese older adults. Resistance training is the most important component because it builds muscle and reduces the loss of muscle mass, he said, as the relationship 
between body mass and muscle becomes more productive and positive. Participants lose more fat than they lose muscle. So the relative sarcopenia is improved significantly. Combining the two types of exercise had additive effects, so they were better together than separate. One of the big rewards for Bueller Real is that his team is observing participants who make positive changes and stick with them. Some volunteers have even exceeded the 10% body weight loss target, losing as much as 20% of their body weight. The weight loss combined with building muscle mean they feel better and become more independent and mobile. Villarreal notes that starting slow and attending regular group classes are important steps to building confidence and connections with participants. In the future, Villarreal hopes to explore the possibility of larger long-term studies to see if the intervention can prolong physical independence and delay the need for nursing home admission. He also adds the value and joy from group exercise is that participants motivate and encourage each other. Once the study is over, they are advised to continue to incorporate exercise into their regular routines. They often want to participate in other studies and become cheerleaders for the program. To answer the third and final question, can strength training help prevent obesity as we age? The answer is yes. So with that answer, then what is the third benefit? The third benefit of strength training as we age is when you combine strength training with proper nutrition, you can prevent sarcopenic obesity. So it's the prevention of sarcopenic obesity is the third benefit of strength training as you get older and as we get older. So let me not exclude myself because I am 42, Lord willing, on December 15th of this year, 2024, I will be 43. So with that being said, I have to make sure I keep my daily regimen of strength training up because I need to avoid sarcopenic obesity. I need to strength train to reverse the odds of developing sarcopenia. And I need to work out to have those positive effects. So let's go over the top three benefits of strength training as we age in no particular order. Benefit number three, when you combine strength training with proper nutrition, you can prevent sarcopenic obesity. That is sarcopenia is the loss of flesh, loss of muscle mass and obesity as well. And so if you're not strength training as we get older, as we get older, our chances of becoming obese increases because diet and, you know, metabolism slows down. So we got (laughs) to keep it moving. Hashtag keep it moving. Number two, strength training can reverse the odds of first developing sarcopenia. So benefit number two, we have to do what we can in the gym, do what we can at home in the home gym and develop a strength training routine to reverse sarcopenia because as we age our muscle mass, our strength, our power, it starts to go on a decline and it starts accelerating in women at the age of 65 and men 70. And benefit number one, when you do 
resistance or strength training. Very important chains of molecules that relay signals between cells are affected. And these changes linger in the body for hours after exercise, building up a cumulative positive effect. So building up a positive effect from a molecular structure, from a molecule standpoint, is such a benefit. There is a benefit of strength training first thing in the morning. I can tell it's like night and day. If I wait too long to work out, I'm just not. I used to be an evening, a nighttime workout person. I explained that a couple podcasts ago. I'm no longer that because of life and circumstances and schedules and everything like that. But that should not stop you because if you only have that time, that window of time in the afternoon to strength train, you're still strength training none the least. So don't let my story discourage you and please let it encourage you. But strength training in the morning time, I, I have more of a positive effect throughout the day. You know, I don't have to wait so long like I used to to get that positive effect. So I will have this article. How can strength training build healthier bodies as we age in the description? I only read just a partial amount of the article because it was a very long article. We will not be here all day and I don't want to take up too much of your time. I try to keep these podcasts at least like. 45 minutes and under. I am conscious about your time. I'm trying to just give you some quick information and I will have the links in my description and therefore you can go read it for yourself. I just come across these articles because I'm very interested in the aging process. You know, I'm starting to get older and just questioning a lot of things. Um, you know, why, who, what, when, where, how, why, uh, about, about aging, you know, So after hearing about the top three benefits of strength training as you get older, what are you going to do about it? This is a question I have been asking myself a lot when I come across information. What are you going to do with that information? So what are you going to do with that information? You're going to go to christiansweightsuccess.net and you're going to look over the strength training options that I have if you are in the Peoria, Illinois area. And when you are ready to book your one-on-one sessions with me, then this is the place where you want to go and you can find one of three options that best suits you. And I also, for a bonus, I also have where you can get your own customized workout ebook. So if you're not in the Peoria, Illinois area, but you have some equipment at home or you have access to a commercial gym and you just need a couple of workout routines paired together because there is nothing more alleviating than a plan and that plan of, okay, what do I do when I get into the gym? And that 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 just alleviates so much of that pressure of not knowing what to do, just walking in and like, okay, I think I'll do this. I pick up this weight. I pick up this dumbbell. I do this and I do that. And yes, you are working out because you are using your muscles. But if it's not structured, you're going to be in there longer than what you need. So choose the option of getting your own customized workout ebook and 
we'll see where that goes for you. We'll see where that goes for you. But this brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. And I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for listening. This podcast is kind of choppy. I do. I do admit that uh, my, my week has just been kind of choppy. And I just want to make sure I got this information out to you. I came across this article and I just thought it was interesting based off of my past, let's say two, my past two podcasts when I'm talking about just the aging process. I've been looking at my numbers and my analytics and I started to see more people are starting to listen to this particular series. So I will do more. But once again, I appreciate you taking your time out of your day to listen to me and please spread the word. I'm trying to grow this podcast as much as possible, but I need you to do so. I need you to do so. If you feel in your heart, become a monthly subscriber, a monthly um, show donator. The link to all that information is in the show notes or the description. They sometimes call it show notes. Sometimes they call it description. That's why I make go back and forth with that. But please become a supporter of the podcast because this is how I'm able to produce more podcast episodes for you. And remember, when the weight of the world is on your shoulder and you just can't, you can't, you can't move or you think you can't you think you can and my thing is this you know what i can't move this you want to know why because i'm getting stronger this is what the weight of the world can do right it can make you stronger that is what weights do when we lift weights it makes us stronger and if the weight that we have on our shoulder or the weight that we have on the bar if it's not making you stronger chant more weight more weight, more weight. Peace out. Imagine a non-pharmaceutical performance device that can help you breathe easy, reduce exercise fatigue, and shortness of breath, all while improving your cardio performance. It's called the Breather Fit. The Breather Fit is evidence-based, drug-free respiratory muscle training, or RMT for short. It's designed to help athletes of all levels, elite military professionals, first responders, and people with physically demanding roles like you to gain an elite performance edge. Unlike most other respiratory trainers, Breather Fit trains both inspiratory and expiratory muscles. The independent dial system allows you to create highly targeted training protocols as well. With over 2 million units sold, Breather Fit is the next evolution in RMT. It was developed from the success of the Breather Health device. It has also been used in clinical applications to help chronic respiratory illness and help patients regain function and quality of life. Simply put, the RMT protocol designed to work with Breather Fit means working out more effectively and accelerated recovery from your workout. With Breather Fit, all it takes is 10 breaths for two sets, twice a day, six days a week. You can also record your performance to get useful and timely feedback with the Breather Coach app. Breather Fit is your secret weapon to maximize performance and meet your personal best. With Breather Fit, you work hard, but breathe easy. Use my code FITBREATHE at checkout to get 20% off at pnmedical.com slash product slash breather dash fit. The link will be in my show notes.